Hey listeners, welcome to another episode of Love is Everywhere, the podcast. The podcast where I give comedians assignments of things that are supposed to make you happier. And then we uh, talk about it and find out how it went. This week's episode is with Joel Buxton. Um, just a fantastic conversation about one of the most like quintessential happiness components, which is gratitude. Uh, so we're talking about positive outlook. We're talking about appreciating what you have, talking about gratitude a bunch. Fantastic conversation. Um, just a pleasure having Joel on. Just what a, what a sweet dude. Um, if you want to check him out, he runs shows at Comedy Bar every Wednesday night at 9.30 in the Cabaret Room. Uh, so if you're based in Toronto, you can check him out there. Um, and he's also, uh, if you're listening to this right when it comes out, he's on a festival for the Winnipeg Comedy, or uh, sorry, a showcase for the Winnipeg Comedy Festival. Uh, it's Joke Parties Festival Showcase at Comedy Bar at 9.30 on October 9th. So you can go and check that out. Um, and you can also check out his sketch album on iTunes. Um, or he told me to say that uh, he is bald. So if you're, if you were curious about the, the state of his hair, uh, that's where that's at. Uh, <laughs> also, if you're based in Toronto and you want to come and check out Love Is Everywhere the live show, uh, we're also at Comedy Bar the third Sunday of every month. So you can get tickets for that on ComedyBar.ca. And in the meantime, please enjoy this conversation with Joel Buxton. Joel Buxton. Hi. Hi. Thank you for being here. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, so we start with an honest, how are you? An honest, how are you? Yeah. So how are you? Um, I'm good. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I had a nice week. I was feeling just good and happy and, um, that's lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Lately, sometimes I wake up tired and I'm like, oh, I just want to sleep more. Mm hmm. And then a couple of days this week, I woke up tired and was like, that's fine. I'm looking forward to today. That's beautiful. <laughs> oh, I love that. It's always a good sign. I think when you're like, it's okay to be tired. I'm ha like, I'm good. You're, you're in a good headspace. I've started having to like remind myself in the morning of like, you're not going to be less tired waking up later. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> this it's is true. just what it feels like to wake up. This is what it's going to be today. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, how was, are you honest I'm, how are you i'm okay i'm okay mentally i'm good mm -hmm. physically could be better oh no you yeah, sick okay no i uh i slipped a rib <laughs> sorry that's not funny but uh you said that like a slang term or something uh slipped a rib. i slipped a rib yeah uh what is that i like dislocated a rib I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, so like your bottom ribs aren't like super secure. Okay. Uh, they're like very loosely, just sort of lightly attached. Okay. Um, and I have a chronic illness that affects my like joints and muscles, so my okay. joints aren't super stable to begin with. Okay. So it happens like maybe twice a year. Twice a year? Yeah. What were you doing when you got just living my when life? When you slipped that rib, <laughs> <laughs> just living. Just. Just living. So on the streetcar, you're like, hi, yeah. <laughs> yep, pretty much. But it's not like a thing where, like, it's not like dislocating a big joint, like a shoulder, where you're like, oh no, like. Yeah, do you have to put it back in? Um, it, sometimes it works its way back on its own. Oh. Um, but you don't, you don't like feel it happen. You just sort of are like, ooh, feel off. 
you know? And then, uh, like, I had a suspicion. I was like, I think this is probably what happened. And then it turns out, yes, that is what happened. So you go to the doctor and you get an x-ray. No, you like, I, well, I don't bother anymore with that part of it. I like, I know because it happens frequently what it feels like. I see a massage therapist and they work it back into place. Oh, wow. I'm sorry to hear that. No, is it, okay. It's back in place now? Yeah, everything's where it's supposed to be now. Okay. But, but, Do you get those cool bandages around your... Oh, no, I wish. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking in, in movies, they look so cool when they have... Like they broke a rib and it's just like a big, like like wide uh, elastic band-aid. Yeah. And you're like, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool pretty top. Pretty cool injury. Pretty cool <laughs> bandage. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. Everything's back where it's supposed to be, but my body's still kind of like... Still sore? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. That's okay. I dislocated my arm when I was a, like a three-year-old. Ooh. Don't remember it. That's good. Apparently I was a real baby about it. It's <laughs> 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 crying. Just real. Just grow up. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, yeah. Oh, boy. Um, okay. So your assignment. My assignment. I did it. You did, did it? I did my assignment. Good. Um, yeah, the assignment that I gave you was that you had to take a moment at the end of each day before bed to uh, write down or reflect on three things that are beautiful about the world or your life. Yeah. So yeah. How was that? It was good. Yeah. I. Um, it was surprisingly easy. I actually, I don't know if this was cheating, but I was thinking of them during the day. Like they'd come to That's me. Good. And I'd write we'll them down. We'll get to that. So, uh yeah, I don't know if that was what I was supposed to do, but uh, yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, so you did it sort of throughout the day. Yeah, just like I just mm-hmm. had it in mind, like as my assignment, yeah. and then I, you know, I knew that I had to be paying attention, mm-hmm. and then when I thought of it, I would just like I'd see something and write it down or whatever. Yeah. Love it, love it. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that you, so you physically wrote them down. I put them in my phone. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the way to do it. Is like a. It's so much better to actually write them down, even if it is just typing in your phone, but like not to just think them, um, but to actually put them down somewhere. Yeah, I think there's something to be said about putting something into words Mm -hmm. that like makes your brain perceive something better yes <laughs> I don't know how to, yeah and I it, like, it, it, it calcifies the yeah the thought like sometimes i know something and then i'll be teaching a class and then i'll say it out loud and be like huh <laughs> but it's like it's like i knew what it was mm-hmm. and i you know what i mean yeah but it's like you say it out loud and you're like yeah that's yeah that's the thing yeah, yeah it's like when a really like cliche piece of advice that you've heard like a thousand times finally hits you in a way <laughs> yeah where you're like oh i get that now yeah yeah, yeah. The, um, okay i'm glad to hear that that went well did you find that it improved your your outlook through the week i think so yeah you i were think focusing, focusing on positive outlook well, I think, yeah, I think when I did your show, there was also sort of a gratitude based one. Yeah. And that's something I struggle with is to like, um, you know, appreciate what I've got. And I think, you know, you get it in the arts. It's like mm-hmm. tough because you have to be ambitious. Yeah. So, so you got to be striving for the next thing. Yeah. And you don't want to ever become complacent, mm-hmm. but there's a weird fine line between ambition and like dissatisfaction with yes. what you have. So. I think it was a great exercise for that because I can always use more grounding like mm-hmm. that. I think that's a big thing for a lot of people. And uh, like anytime you read stuff about like the signs of happiness and stuff like that, gratitude is like 
way up there on things that have the most monumental impact mm-hmm. is uh, that will serve you a ton. It's like gratitude and uh, connection with others. Those yeah. are like the number one things that uh, really have like a lasting measurable impact on your happiness. And uh, like I've done a lot of um, variations of gratitude lists and, and things like that over time. And I've experimented with like how I do it and when I do it. Like I've tried doing them in the morning Mm -hmm. and there's something nice about doing them in the morning because it sort of sets you into a gratitude mindset for the rest of your day. Right. Um, But I think my favorite is to do them at night because then you get what you were describing of like you start kind of scanning your day Mm -hmm. looking for the good things because you know that you're going to have to call on them later. Yeah. And uh, so it makes you pay attention to the things that are going right, mm-hmm. uh, which is very useful because our kind of default setting is usually to look for the things that are going wrong. Yeah. Right. And then we go to bed with like a list of complaints <laughs> instead, of, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> instead of a list of gratitude. Yeah. But yeah, focusing on the things that are beautiful and good and the things that you're grateful for. Yeah. It makes a huge difference. Yeah. And I think I like the three because it was kind of like sometimes it would be like, well, I don't have anything big left. Mm-hmm. And then I'd start thinking smaller. Yeah. So I think if I was, if I keep with this, I might even up it to 10. Yeah. Just so I'm like scraping the bottom of the barrel at the yeah, end so of the day. Being really like, digging for uh, more gra- saw this, gratitude things. Saw this cool popsicle, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, or, uh, uh, I don't know why stained glass window. I'm always like, I'm so impressed by stained glass windows. Love a stained glass window. I mean, I know it's not rocket science, but I'm always like, huh. <laughs> All those different panes of glass. How do they do it? Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just so blown away by I it. I love that. Yeah. I've been trying to practice gratitude this week with my, like, rib thing. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Like, gratitude that the other ribs aren't <laughs> messed, Like, thank aren't you, slipped. rest of my ribs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, more like, because I was joking to a friend. I was like, I'm so, like, go, 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 like, every day and like if you see my calendar like it makes people go like whoa <laughs> like I you need you. to you need to chill out for a minute <laughs> are you a virgo yeah i am yeah, are yeah. you i think i knew that about you yeah i am too <laughs> i think that's a virgo thing very driven like and type a very kinda. like lists calendars yeah. schedules so i was joking to this friend of like oh of course like my body's like take up fucking break or i will slip one of your ribs oh no <laughs> if that's what it takes to get you to take a day off yeah. i will do it and uh so i was making that joke and then it, that kind of started me thinking like oh that's like a different way of looking at like this condition i have and and my body and stuff because my body does like physically force me to slow down sometimes mm. and so i was kind of like okay like thank you body for making me relax thank you body for like making me take a break that's a great take a day off even if it was very painful (laughs) but uh yeah just a different perspective i've been working on gratitude about my body quite a bit Hmm. that's been a real focus for me and gratitude practice well yeah even just being able to yeah walk around without trouble is Mm -hmm. like um like last night i was walking like i like i wanted to go to the planet gazing thing at U of T campus. Yeah. And I was like, uh, I don't want to take the Harvard bus. And then I just started walking. And then halfway through the walk, I was like, man, it rules to walk. Yeah, it does. <laughs> like, it's nice to just be able to stroll and it doesn't hurt. And it's like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a nice pleasure in life. 
walking is great yeah and so many people have trouble with it yeah yeah i like i do depending on the day yeah which sucks because it's like my favorite thing yeah but uh yeah i don't know it's been a real battle for me the gratitude with the body things because it like i don't know it's a good place to start in being gr- grateful for the things that are objectively good right in your life right yeah. Like being able to look at things that are like obviously nice things about your life and obviously nice things about the world and and finding gratitude for those. And then the kind of next level of that is uh, finding gratitude for the things that are not great mm. and uh, being able to enjoy everything, even the things that suck. I feel like you would love the Stoics. I don't know if we've talked about this before. We have not. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you should check out the the Stoic uh, writings. Yeah, like they're a little dry, but you can get like books that kind of summarize them in like modern text. Mm-hmm. But like, I feel like you'd love it. Yeah, yeah, it's all this kind of stuff. It's just sort of like just being chill about everything and like <laughs> like looking for the <laughs> silver lining. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a story I think illustrates Stoicism really well. Um, uh, what's the inventor guy's name? Thomas Edison. Mm-hmm. There's a story where like one of his factories caught on fire and they were using all these like explosive chemicals and the, the place went up like it was like the biggest blaze anyone had seen up until that point mm-hmm. or something. It was like the equivalent of a bomb going off and he woke up his family and took them out to watch it burn. Uh, and he was just like, this is probably the most expensive light show anyone's ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) And I paid for it. (laughs) So we're going to watch it. And like, kind of had that perspective of like, yeah, I'm kind of ruined right now, but man, what a way to go out. Right. Uh, and I thought that was like, blaze of glory. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the ultimate gratitude is to be like, well, all my money and all my efforts made a really cool fire that we can look at. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think anyone died. It'd be a shame if someone died. See, that's the thing. It's like, that's, that's the best. That's the best place to be in, to be able Mm -hmm. to enjoy everything. Yeah. Cause, uh, what's the point in, uh, like obviously later you maybe cry about your house and all of your worldly possessions burning to the ground. But in the moment, like there's nothing we can do about it. Well, this fire is burning. Yeah, yeah, that's a big so part of their philosophy. The is sort of like there's things you can't control. You can only control how you feel exactly about them or that's, how you react. That's a big thing. That's a big focus of this whole show. Mm. Is like, yeah, you you don't have control over your circumstances, but you do have a control over your reaction to your circumstances. Mm-hmm. And like uh, I mentioned this in like the welcome episode for this podcast, but there's this statistic that I love and that I repeat constantly <laughs> okay. of uh, your happiness is made up of. biology, right? So there's like, some of it is just how you're innately wired. Angry. You know, right? Um, If your body's not doing its best, uh, 40% biology, 10% circumstances, only 10%, Hmm. which is a very small percent. That's not much. Nope. And then 50% of your happiness is your thoughts and actions. Hmm. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. The, like the majority that's so much more control than i thought i had before yeah. i read that there's I was like a... i've got control over half <laughs> i even have some control over circumstances you know but half yeah i mean good. that's wild i know i read about that that uh, thing where if you like pinch a pencil between your teeth it forces you to smile 
Mm-hmm. And apparently if you do that for five minutes, they've actually found that it like releases endorphins and makes yes. you happier. It's true. Yeah. If wild. you if you smile, it tricks your body into thinking that you're happy. Yeah, which kind of like blew my brain because I was like, Oh, yeah, the body just controls how we're happy. Yep. Okay. Yep. That's I should eat better. <laughs> <laughs> I I go back and forth with my perspective on this, but like there's something uh very fascinating and beautiful and at the same time highly unsettling about the fact that all of our personality and who we are is just a series of electrical signals and chemical processes yeah yeah it's a bit heavy it freaks me right out oh <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah the free will stuff is wild mm-hmm. yeah but to think like if chemicals were a slightly different level if electricity shot a slightly different way i would be a completely different person. <laughs> yeah. Well, I remember reading in university, I read this science fiction short story collection, and there was a story where they had worked out a way, it was like bio software, mm-hmm. so you could plug in like a cartridge and it would make you religious. Oh. you still be you, but mm-hmm. you just have an undeniable faith in God. Yeah. Or like it could make you, like the dark side of it in the story was like you could get one that made you a murderer mm-hmm. and you'd want to murder people and stuff like that. But I was like, <laughs> no, that's <laughs> that's not possible. <laughs> like the more I learn about biology, I'm like, You're I, like think, oh, highly I think possible. that could happen in the future. It's so disturbing. <laughs> but to bring it back to this like gratitude stuff. Yes. And like the ability to control your own happiness. It's like you can uh, do things with how you use your brain to change the way that your chemical processes and electrical signals are happening. Yes. Yeah. In a way that serves you better Mm -hmm. um, and makes you happier and changes the default settings on things. Yeah. That's what I feel like I'm doing all the time. It's like I'm just flipping a bunch of switches. (laughs) And uh, and uh, hoping for the best. Yeah. And like some of the switches are really effective and turn on the lights that I want them to. Yeah, it's very empowering to know that you can sort of have some control over your mental state. 50%. Sure. 50%. Yeah. Quite a lot. More than a little. Yeah. And I know that's true because I've seen it go in the other direction for me. Of oh, like, okay. You know, like uh, cer- that 10% circumstances is like not great. And then I'm like oh, let's like spin a bunch of worst case scenarios in my head or like feed some fantasy of why, yeah, this is all terrible and everything's (laughs) the worst. Yeah, And uh, it does uh, launch me in that direction. So yeah. And it's very addictive once you get on that, like the poor me. Yeah. I've Mm -hmm. gone through stages like that where, where I'm just like, oh man, I know this is bad, mm-hmm. but there's something about it that just feels really satisfying yeah. to just be like, Mwah. yeah, like, I'm a baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sad. <laughs> well, the thing about de- like anything like depression and stuff like that is that it does have this like weirdly seductive quality about yeah, it. Yeah. And uh, like, it's not that you want to be depressed and I'm, absolutely not saying that anybody who suffers from depression is like well you should just like snap out of it you know like it's not like that but the reason why it's so hard to one of the reasons why it's so hard to climb out of when you're like really in the thick of it is that it does have this like security blanket quality about it or like um the comfort in the familiar that like if that's where you spend a lot of your mental space then that's what you're used to. And so that's what's comfortable. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like it's the same reason why we like hearing songs we know. Yeah. 
more than new songs a lot of the time, right? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's why people go to concerts and they're like, play the old stuff. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because we like what's familiar. So uh, the hope is that you find a way to get yourself to a healthier place in, in mental health. And then once that's your sort of default setting, that becomes what's familiar. That's what becomes comforting. And then you have the same like seduction in the joy and mm-hmm. that you want to stay there. Yeah. I find so many times too, I've just been really bummed and then I just have something I have to do. Mm-hmm. And like three hours later, like it's a set or like, you know, some kind of panel or something I'm supposed to go to. And, uh, and I'm always like three hours later, I'm like, huh, like I really, it, it feels so far away. That guy that like yeah. could barely get out of bed to like go to this thing. Uh, and now I feel fine. And it's like, so I, I, I do that a lot. Like I just make sure there's always, when I went freelance, I was like, I always going to have something every day that I have to be at. Even if it's just like a coffee with a friend, mm-hmm. just some reason the to leave, leave the house <laughs> yeah. yes 100 percent. yeah i i think about that all the time like i kind of need some structure yeah uh maybe it's a virgo it, thing maybe it is yeah <laughs> i don't know if i'm left to like my own devices and i don't have anywhere to be or anything to do for too long i kind of lose my mind yeah yeah it's uh it's weird at first it's like yeah this is what i wanted and then you're like oh no <laughs> 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 Well, the funny thing is, is like, uh, oh, man, I wish that I could remember where I heard this. It was just recently. I have a terrible memory, Mm. but for where my trivia comes from and a great memory for the trivia itself, (laughs) which gives me no ability to credit anyone. You just can't prove it. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, they were saying that like rest um, in like a, a grand sense does not bring us happiness. Like we don't, as humans, like downtime. It doesn't add to our happiness. It doesn't uh, like if it's just the amount that we're like recuperating, you know, or like Mm. a healthy amount of rest. But just having nothing to do, like it's why people get depressed when they're unemployed, right? Like nothing to do, nowhere to be, no responsibilities or obligations. Like it's funny because in our mind, we're like, wouldn't that be great? And then when people are actually there, it does not, it, it negatively impacts their happiness levels. And oh, yeah. so when people win the lottery, that's what people want to do when they win the lottery. Is right. They're like, I'm going to quit my job and just sit on a beach and do nothing all of the time. When oh. really it's like, oh, that's going to tank your happiness. Yeah. You're going to be so much less happy. That's so funny. Yeah. I've always thought of the lottery as like a key to unlocking my like goals. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, oh, if I, you know, if I had $50 million, I could like finance a short film and make it just the way I want and yeah, like, you're like direct I could do. And, I could do. <laughs> yeah, it's like it would open the door to do more stuff, mm-hmm. but it would just be stuff that was like very specific that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But you know, lying on a beach is nice. Uh, can't stand it. We already covered this in the Jordan Foise episode, so I won't get into it. Can't stand it. Can't stand a beach. No. It's too sandy. I just I sit down and then I'm like what now? <laughs> no like, sandcastle? You're not a sandcastle person? <laughs> you know what? I could do I could do a sandcastle, perhaps, but just sitting on a beach? No thanks. Yeah, I do, also, I do got, grow like, tired of I've it got quickly. chronic pain stuff, and so I'm not, like, comfortable okay. either. If I had, like, a really sick beach chair, perhaps, <laughs> but the just sitting and doing nothing, I'm not good at. 
But you can like like make the the sand into like the perfect shape for your body. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, that's what I'd have to do. It's like I'd have to have an activity attached to it, a goal. I know what you mean. I need a goal at the beach. I like activities (laughs) and I like goals. (laughs) This is why my body's like, I will bust your rib out of place. (laughs) You can't even relax at the beach. Yeah. <laughs> just you're right though lie down for a minute <laughs> yeah i don't understand people who tan that i can, i'm like I, I, I could see you falling asleep yeah are you just lying there thinking about the sun burning I you i don't know i don't I get know. it but then like that's why it's so difficult for me to get myself to meditate Mm. which is something I desperately need to do more because of the nature of my brain that I'm always like, go, 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 go. And I'm always like so active and my brain just does not turn off. Oh my gosh. The benefit to just sitting quietly would be huge. I bet if like, uh, that's one thing, like I'm pretty good at keeping up with these things that I give out to people meditating. I'm not great at keeping up with. I wish that I were. Oh my gosh. Um, you know Leonard Chan. Yeah. He was telling me he he a couple times has gone away on these like 10, 10 day, day silent meditation retreat. Yep. And it's like officially now on my bucket list and it's the most terrifying thing me I too. can think of. I've been I'm thinking next year. Next year I'm going to try it. Yeah. I don't think I'm ready for it yet. I got to like yeah. 10 days is a lot. I like I'd almost rather like go to prison for mm-hmm. 10 days than, than do this. So, <laughs> so I'm like, it's really scary well, At to least me. you can have a book in prison. Yeah, true. Yeah. That's probably exciting. I don't know. If it's yeah. anything like Orange is the New Black, <laughs> <laughs> there'll be captivating stories happening around me. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> Oh my God. I see you. Look at you. You're finding a way to be grateful for the experience you're not having of being in prison. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Prison <laughs> sounds crazy. There's this podcast called uh, Ear Hustle mm-hmm. and it's just about life in this penitentiary and it's just crazy because it's chiller than you think. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? But then it's more messed up than you think too. Yeah. Like, oh, that's, that's life. Yeah. That's life, baby. Chiller than you think, more messed up than you think. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's like they're talking to the inmates and they're like, yeah, I love Thursdays because that's the day that we do this. And I'm like, oh, yeah, like it's kind of like like this organized, mm-hmm. like everyone's there for like 10 years. So yeah. like it's like in the movies, it just looks like there's a riot every day. But it's like, no, we got nowhere to be. Yeah. We'll riot later. They're just like, my spirit's been broken. I'm here in prison. Yeah. Uh, but then there's episodes where they're like, yeah, this guy's been in solitary confinement for seven years. He's uh, lost his freaking mind. Yeah. <laughs> and they're interviewing the guy and he's like, yeah, like mm-hmm. I'm gone, like mentally. Yeah. See, too much alone time, too much nothing to do. Yeah. Just in a room. Just rest tanks your happiness. Not saying that there's anything wrong with rest. If anything, I need to focus more on giving myself rest. Yeah, rest is good. <laughs> this is more just like a fun fact about people who win the lottery and then get really, really, really depressed. Do yeah. you find, like, are you good at focusing on the positive instead of the negative generally or no? Most of my life mm-hmm. I have been. Um, been struggling with it in the last year yeah. or two. Um, I think I'm still, still a positive person, mm-hmm. an optimistic person. Um, but yeah, there was a period there where I was like, ah, I don't know, Facebook was really getting to me. There was just a lot of converging mm-hmm. things that I was like, ah, I should just, you know, kind of limit some of these things in my life. And, um, 
yeah, it was like the environmental factors became overcame my natural optimism. Yeah. And so I feel like I'm I'm starting to get a handle on that and starting to feel a little more optimistic and positive. But uh, yeah. Keeping so, up with the gratitude list would probably help keep I you in I'm that direction. I think I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to up it to 10. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, the longer you make the list, the more specific you have to get. Yeah, I want to run out and then be like, what else? What else? Yeah. Oh, I found a cool rock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Look at this beautiful rock I found. Yeah. Like one of mine for the the list was um, I have this little tree on my balcony Mm -hmm. and I'm really proud of this tree even though I bought it pretty much fully grown. (laughs) I haven't done much to it. It's growing but you know um, it's not like I did it from like a seedling or something Mm. but for some reason the soil around it has just started sprouting all kinds of crazy plants like sedges and like uh, like grass like plants and then Mm -hmm. Uh, it just started growing like a berry plant with flowers. Uh, I was like, I don't even know how this got here. I'm up on a balcony. I don't know if it was like in the soil somehow. But then like one day a bee was uh, on my balcony. I was like, we got an ecosystem, boys. Like I was so happy. (laughs) And birds were like coming. I think they're like eyeing the berries. And I was like, oh my God, like this tree is just like Life is happening up on this balcony. Yeah. You buy a tree, you get a whole forest. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, it's beautiful. But it's nice seeing a bee. I don't know, because everyone's always talking about the bees, right? Yeah. They're like, man, these bees. And I'm like, is that a real problem or are you messing with me? <laughs> they're like, we're going to go extinct because of bees. And I'm like, oh, man, there's so much going on. <laughs> I didn't know bees were in so much trouble. Apparently, they're in trouble. They're in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Then when you see a bee, you be grateful for the bee. I'd love a little bee. These are adorable. They're outrageous. They look so cute. They're so cute. And they're fuzzy. And they're fuzzy. (laughs) And they they don't want to bother you. They're just and I like they're just working. And I I think there's something really adorable about (laughs) seeing a bug or an animal at work. Yeah. Like it's got a job. He's at a work. He's got a little job. And his work is like (laughs) chilling with beautiful flowers. You're like, great job. You did a job. Yeah, you got a good job. Yep. Uh, and I also like that they can sting you, Mm -hmm. but then they die. Yeah. So they're, they're, there's something kind of like cute and brave about that where they're like, mm-hmm. I got one shot <laughs> yeah, and it'll cost me my life and mm-hmm. I save that for my queen. Yeah. You know what I mean? If somebody comes after the hive, that's when yeah, I use that's it. When but I'm not going to bite you, Joel, or I'm not going to sting you. Mm-hmm. You're not worth it. And I'm like, yeah, that's cool. Good on you, Whereas bee. a wasp is like, I'll sting you for fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they want to watch the world burn wasps. Yes, they do. Yeah. The evil cousin. Oh man! Of the bumblebee. Yeah, some people are more like bees, and some are more like wasps. It's true. Yeah. Kind of like how some people are more like chimps, and some people are more like bonobos. Oh, I don't know the difference between those two oh, species. So, uh, chimps and bonobos are really, really similar, and we're like as closely related to both of them. Okay. Uh, so like, because we're primates, and oh, we're like between. So we're like equally related to chimpanzees as we are to bonobos Mm -hmm. and chimpanzees are very aggressive and um warlike okay like uh they like yeah they perform war (laughs) and they're right they fight and uh bonobos are just like living life 
to the fullest. Bonobos are just like they're like the dude. They're just having sex all the time and okay. like eating and playing and like they're just like swinging from trees, having just the best time, and they're just like chasing fun and. Other oh, hedonists. And pleasure and stuff <laughs> all the time. And then uh, chimps are very like territory, war, like oh, aggression. And uh, we're equally related to both of those things. So you can kind of lean into your chimp more or you can lean into your bonobo a little Whoa. bit more. Jeez, that's heavy. Right? Yeah. You just give me a lot to think about. Yeah. I got to read up on bonobos. Oh, they're fun. <laughs> <laughs> what do they look like? Are they just look like chimps? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Like a little different. Okay. I don't know how to describe the subtle differences between different kinds of monkeys. I'm glad we're not super related to mandrills. I find them weird <laughs> with their bare asses and their like funky blue noses and stuff. I'm like, what's going on with you guys? This ain't Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> Just relax, you know? Yeah, cool it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so harsh on mandrills. Oh, man. Poor Hot mandrils. take. Yeah. Hot take. <laughs> I hope they don't listen. Yeah. If you're a mandrill enthusiast, I apologize. It's just my opinion. Or if you are yourself a mandrill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the podcast. I know it's difficult for you to get... Podcast. Let me just say, Mr. Mandrill, it's remarkable that you can work an iPod. Uh, it's remarkable that you're even here. So please thank message you. us, and Joel will have a newfound respect for Mandrills. Yeah. If you can get email working. I will send you. I will e transfer you forty bucks. <laughs> Such a low number. Well, he's a Mandrill. He, that's a fortune to a Mandrill. Oh my gosh! Do you think you're more of a chimp or more of a bonobo? I mean, from your description, I like to think I'm more bonobo. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I um, don't really love conflict and war. Yeah, so. but don't you know people who are like such champs? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, we're in the stand-up world, <laughs> right? Yeah, we know There's some people. There's a lot people. of champs in stand-up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The bonobos are a little more fun. I think the bonobos all went to improv. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> Chimps are all doing stand-up. There's no way a chimp's doing improv. Uh, I haven't seen it. <laughs> Maybe like in a level A class before they like yeah. get uh, weeded out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, I feel like I'm a very Pinobo kind of person. I think it's a good place to be, you know? Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I wish that I, like could let myself have a little more fun sometimes mm -hmm. but i feel like that is something that i'm getting better at yeah it's i mean it's tough because fun kind of changes as you age too yeah. i find you know i remember there's like a few this was like five or six years ago i remember i was like i was really sad because i was like i can't remember the last time i felt like unbridled joy mm -hmm. and i really took that as like a loss and i was like really looking at my life and being like what's wrong with my life and then i was looking at my life and i was like oh man cool stuff happens to me like almost on a daily basis uh stuff that would have just blown my mind when i was a teenager mm -hmm. you know meeting people that i admire and working with them and stuff uh, even just performing and having a good show that feeling and stuff and yeah. i was just like oh i think i'm just like hanging on to this like joy that you can only really have when you're a kid because mm. you're dumb you know what i mean like you just don't have a lot of experiences yeah. so you're just like a candy bar 
my God, you know. <laughs> the world is beautiful. Yeah, and then as an adult, you're just like, yeah, candy bars rock, but like. I feel like I have the complete opposite experience. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I feel like I was a real cynic as a child. Oh. And I've gotten more joyful as I've gotten older. Oh, interesting. And that I'm uh, more enthusiastic now than I was then. Hmm. Well, maybe. Um... <laughs> yeah, like I. <laughs> I remember once in like, what this have been like, I was young, maybe like grade four or something. Uh, an adult, I can't remember what adult, asked me like, are you an optimist or a pessimist? And I was like, I'm a realist. Oh, damn. <laughs> wow. Did that adult like slap nine. you? <laughs> Yeah, that's a real ass kid. Are you an optimist or a pessimist? I'm a realist. <laughs> yeah, that's intense. Like, was I ever Are a child? Are you Benjamin Buttons? What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> Who says yeah, that? Yeah, right? Yeah. I, I think back to some of the stuff of me as a little kid, and I'm like, what a weird kid. Oh, wow. What a weird, tiny adult. <laughs> Like, <laughs> just walking around just like this ain't so great right i remember being i must have been very small maybe like four or five years old because in this memory i'm trying to reach the counter on the kitchen there's mm -hmm. like some kind of thing on the counter that i want like cookies or something and i'm trying to reach it and i'm too short to be able to grab the thing off of the counter and i remember thinking like oh i wish i was bigger like can't wait until i'm older and i'm taller and i can get things off the counter and then i was like no, no, Tracy, you're only going to be this young once. Wow. And you need to savor this time <laughs> where you're a little child. That's pretty deep. And uh, like, I remembered that like kind of recently. And I was like, that's a weird thought for a child. <laughs> yeah, that's extremely self-aware for a kid. It's very weird. And yeah. I was just like that <laughs> all the time. Didn't well, make like it like an old soul. Yeah. Didn't make it easy to relate to other children. Well, yeah, I bet I bet that was alienating. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> if it helps, I was like a super flaky kid. Yeah. Uh, and uh, oh man, going through home videos, it's so funny. There's this really good video of uh, uh, we're we're like on like a kind of a desert road, but it's like it's like busy. Oh, sorry, it's near a beach. It's in mm. Australia, and my mom's like, I'm across the road, and there's cars whizzing by, and my mom's like, Hi, Jolie, and I'm like. Hey mom, check this out. And I walk into the middle of the road and start doing push-ups. <laughs> and my mom's like, "What are you? Get out of the road!" My dad's running out, and like, there's just all our home videos are just my mom turning around on the camera and being like, "Hi, Jolie." And I'm like, I've got my shirt flipped up, and mm. I'm, I'm like singing a Madonna song. And I'm like, "Hello, mother!" <laughs> and like, <laughs> it's just a collection of just the weirdest kid, <clears throat> like no filter. <laughs> Uh, and that was just like my childhood. It was just like, I love my parents for that. They were just like, our kid's a weird friggin' kid. Yeah. He doesn't mean any harm. He's yeah. a big ass nerd, but let him do his thing. Yeah. <laughs> and that was it. I think the attitude to me as a kid was just like, oh, this one's going to raise itself. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. They were like, teach me something, yeah, like, daughter. Like, <laughs> Gaze into this pool with this me. Weird little adult child. <laughs> it's funny uh, that picturing that now, because like if I met that kid, <laughs> it would be so silly. Because I I was also so small 
like I was a really tiny little child. I looked so much younger than I even was. <laughs> if I heard a kid tell me they were a realist, I think I'd lose my mind. <laughs> I mean, that stuff kills me. I used to be like a camp counselor and sometimes kids would talk like that. It's so funny. Actually, this was hilarious at the planet uh, gazing party <laughs> last night. Uh, U of T put on this like thing. It was way busier than I thought, but I did see Jupiter's moons. Mm. Sick. Um, but as I'm walking in, it's like super crowded, like a thousand people went. Um, I thought it was just going to be some nerds in a field with a telescope. Mm. And uh, as we're walking out, there's this kid in a stroller and he's bawling. He's like, Wah! and then he goes, there's only one Earth. <laughs> 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 and I was, <laughs> he's like having this existential crisis like I, th <laughs> I, <laughs> I think someone must have told him like space is infinite and there's like a possibility of other earths yeah, and others yeah. but this kid was just losing his mind like oh somebody God. had just wrecked his uh his view of the universe that's hilarious it was so funny he's like six years old and he's like <laughs> There's only one Earth. Yeah. He's like, uh, he just hates that there's other habitable planets. He's it's like, no. So funny. I don't want them to uh, be other life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want silicon based life forms. <laughs> it's so sad. That's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you forget. It's like, yeah, you like my nieces are like uh, pretty young, but they're like talking now and. They say zany stuff, man. Mm. Like stuff. Uh, uh, I'm like, man, I want to use that in a set. It's so funny. Yeah. My uh, my three year old niece, she just goes. Uh, once my brother in law had the the chapter menu for John Wick playing, mm -hmm. and she was like, I want to watch that, and he was like, No way, and she was like, John Wick, John Wick, <laughs> and now just randomly at dinner sometimes she'll just go John Wick, John, and we'll all start chanting John Wick with this kid. <laughs> she's not gonna get to watch it, but like, <laughs> it's insane. She has no idea what she's saying. She's just chanting John Wick. Oh my god, oh, so funny. I have a little nephew. He's 14 months and he's he's my first nephew mm. and uh i'm so excited for him to start like talking and telling me what he thinks and yeah it's finding so out who funny. he is as a little person yeah also i'm gonna be like forcing all of this self-help stuff onto him from a very early age <laughs> yeah he'll need it <laughs> this like connected what is it gen z now yeah right i feel bad for gen z they're just going to be bombarded with garbage. I feel like this stuff is going to become so much more important. Like I grew up without the internet and I struggle very hard not to let the internet depress me. Right? So can you imagine being born into yeah. it? And the, like the, the, the importance that um, is going to need to be put on like building self-esteem, healthy self-esteem. Yeah. Whew. And like self-love and, and stuff like that. And like not requiring affirmation from others well, just like the discipline like i have an app on my phone that chastises me yeah for picking it up it's <laughs> just like that's the 25th time you picked this up today you loser and i'm like damn <laughs> and, and i didn't even have a phone until i was like 25 mm -hmm. 
and I'm still having that much trouble with it. And they're going to have one in their hands. Like they're going to come out of their mother with a phone and be like, yeah. Do we have the latest uh, firmware update on mm -hmm. this thing. It's like, I didn't get to the signal in the womb. Uh, yeah. I also need the new Candy Crush. Like, yeah. oh. what's the Wi Fi password in the future? <laughs> what's the Wi Fi password? Doc, what's the Wi Fi? He spanks him. <laughs> he's like, he's like, WW13. <laughs> When I moved into my last apartment, we couldn't get the internet set up for the first like two weeks. Mm. So we didn't have internet at home for two weeks, which is a small amount of time. And it's crazy how fast you go back to like, oh, right. This is how it was. Yeah. And then you, you just like live it? a life. It was great. Yeah. It was kind of great. Like I was reading, you know, like living my life. Yeah, not just right? wasting all of my time on the internet. It was great. It's crazy because I feel like I'm doing way better. And still at the end of the day, the app will be like, you spent two hours on the phone, you loser. And yep. I'm like, oh man, like that's two hours. I get mm -hmm. 16 hours awake. That's nuts. It's funny because I think about all the time, like how the most valuable thing in the world to me when I really boil it down is time. Right? Like everything that I'm doing is in search of more time for me it's gold but continue <laughs> just kidding <laughs> just being a smart ass uh, <laughs> uh, no i know what you mean yeah yeah right like everything i do is looking for more time mm -hmm. and then i'm just given a bunch of time yeah to my phone it's yeah ridiculous so much and like i think i'm like i'm pretty good at not being on my phone all the time and like i'm not as bad at it as like I don't struggle with it as much as I see some of my friends, but I'm still wasting a lot of time, mm -hmm. a lot of time, and like a lot of energy. And you know, you'll just like open Instagram, and then like 30 minutes have gone by, you just blink. Yeah, yeah, it uh, it really does create this little time vortex, right? And I'm like, I work a day job, like I work technically speaking three day jobs. Wow. No wonder you slipped a rib. I work a lot. And I'm working so that I can make money so that I can have time. Yes. Why am I why am I giving all this time? I, I yeah, I, I know what you mean. And then sometimes I get unexpected free time and I'm stressed about it. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, what am I gonna do? Uh, what am I gonna fill yeah, like, this time with? Should I watch a movie? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, like, right? I don't know. I'm always like I, my default is a movie. I'm like, should I watch a movie i'm i get stuck in this thing where it's like i am constantly in search of more time creating more time earning more time and then when i have time with nothing planned mm -hmm. i freak out yeah and then i fill it with a bunch of things oh okay like i have to put in my calendar like i have to look a couple weeks ahead find a day that i'm not working and don't have any shows and stuff and i'll put in my calendar do no things. Oh, wow. Because yeah. I need to like, unless it's on the schedule, it's not going to happen. And I know that as that day approaches, that I'm going to fill that day with as many things as will fit in that day. Mm. And I just keep doing that on repeat all the time. Here's something I've found is like, um, I've never for a long time, for like my first like eight years after moving to Toronto, I never had a day of downtime mm -hmm. ever. Cause I was in like the Skechersons for five years. Yep. Like that was a whole Sunday. Uh, I would teach on Saturdays or 
whatever, do shows at night. Anyways, um, and I had a day job during the week. And I found I was always struggling with like laundry and like dishes and like oh yeah cleaning my room. And uh, I was just like, I can never get this under control. And I found the secret is one full day of rest and the next day I wake up and do it all. It's, it's so weird. Mm. It's like if I don't leave my house for one day, mm-hmm. the next day I'll wake up. And no matter what I have to do that day, even if I have to like leave in two hours, I'll be like doing laundry, doing dishes. Like, so it's like, it's like this weird, it's like it needs to save up. I need to be in the environment. And then like a switch flips and goes, this environment sucks, man. Let's fix it up. But if yeah. I'm not in that environment enough, it just never builds yeah, it's up. Yeah, just background noise. Yeah. Yeah. I, I noticed that like if I... <laughs> In a less healthy way. I think I would do better having like a day of actual rest and then a day of doing things. What will usually happen for me is on that like do no things day in my calendar. I'll be at home and then I'll get restless. Mm. And then I start doing a bunch of things at home. Like okay, I'm supposed to do no things. And then I settle for like do laundry, do dishes, sweep the floor. (laughs) Yeah. Well, those those are satisfying things. (laughs) They are satisfying. But I think I'm going to take a page out of your book and do a day of rest or well, at least a half day it only if i could just yeah, force how, myself to just be for half a day yeah without accomplishing any goals yeah i think you know, what the, you know what the key is you wake up uh so i was doing this for a while i've fallen off of it but i think it was a good strategy i had an old iphone that mm-hmm. doesn't uh, have cellular data anymore uh and i would just have that as my alarm clock so when i woke up i couldn't look at the internet yeah. and then I would immediately go downstairs and sit in a chair and look out the window and drink a full cup of coffee. And that sets your day on like, I think after that you're in like a state where you can like read or like you can do like quiet things yeah, without um, feeling restless. Nothing worse than being on your phone first thing in the morning. I know. And I fall, Nothing worse than I that. struggle with it so much. I'm pretty good at it now. Yeah. I'll like, I'll wake up, I'll see that I have notifications now because my phone is my alarm and uh, I'll just leave it and I won't look at it or read any messages or or check anything until I've like gotten up, gotten dressed, taken my dog for a walk, gotten a coffee. Oh, you're good. You got good willpower. Yeah, so I'll, it'll be like 30 minutes. Yeah. And, and it, that's not a ton of time still, but to spend the first 30 minutes of your day not looking at your phone. Mm-hmm. Pretty nice. Yeah. A, if you look at your phone first thing, like every time you look at your phone, you're putting yourself in like, uh, this would open up a whole other conversation and we're almost out of time. But you're putting yourself in a place of lack, right? right. You're comparing and um, longing and stuff, right? So putting yourself in that headspace immediately as soon as you've woken up is terrible. Mm-hmm. I think going back to the gratitude thing, the best thing that you could do, talking about whether or not it's better to do the gratitude list in the morning or night would be to do both, right? Wake up first thing in the morning, spend the first 30 minutes of your day not looking at your phone and instead just sit quietly and think about things that you're grateful for or things mm. that you're excited about yeah. and looking forward to in your day. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the day, um, make a little list for yourself of things that were beautiful about that day and about your life in general. And then you're probably going to spend all that in between time scanning your day and scanning your life and scanning the world for things that are beautiful and that you love. I'm going to do it. You're going to do it. I'm going to do it. Yeah, because that was great. Um, I'm so glad. Made me appreciate too, like, like Olivia made me this uh, card for my birthday Mm -hmm. and it had an acrostic. Mm -hmm. 
she loves acrostics. That's adorable. <laughs> and I was just like thinking about that. And I was like, I love that she loves doing acrostics. Yeah. That's so funny and great. Uh, and I wouldn't have thought of that without the gratitude thing. Yeah. Yeah. So we end by me giving you a genuine compliment. Oh, wow. Okay. Everybody gets so stressed when I tell them that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, but also, uh, it's hard to take compliments. Nobody's really good at it. Um, and uh, it's a struggle to not combat the compliment a lot of the time. Right. Right? Yeah. You want to be like, no, 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 like actually this or like. Uh, so it's a struggle to just be like, thank you. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll but do yeah, a thank you. Genuine compliment. For you. I just uh, really enjoy you a lot. Um, years ago, uh, I think I would have been like maybe a year in to stand up. And uh, Taylor Irwin was running that uh, How to Make a Career in Comedy class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It only ran once. Yeah. It was just this one-off thing, and I was in that class, <laughs> and uh, you were one of the like guest lecturers for that class, and uh, I looked through, uh, I, I kept the materials from that class, mm -hmm. and I looked through them recently, and like the notes that I had taken, um, and like there were a bunch of different guest lectures, and like they were all great, um, but I was looking at the notebook, and I was like, whoa, okay, really liked Joel's part. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it was like, oh, I did like like 10 times as many notes oh wow during your talk than i did for the entire other like three days of that class it oh. was like uh, the rest of the class combined didn't total <laughs> as many notes as i took while you were talking wow in that class and uh, i've told olivia your girlfriend this uh i don't know if she told you but i some of the things that i wrote down that you said during that class i wrote down in colored marker on other pieces of paper and pinned them to my bulletin board what? for like a year. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Like Thank you. I had quotes from you <laughs> put on it's my like, bulletin never board. Never grow hair. The only <laughs> way <laughs> <laughs> that was most of your talk. Be bald. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's really going on my bulletin board. <laughs> but uh yeah, I like got a lot out of hearing you talk. And I think like so part of my compliment to you is I want to say, like, you're a really good teacher. Thank you. You explain things so clearly and have um, such a natural ability to help people connect with information. Um, you're succinct and you're charming. So you're fun to listen to. I think you just you have a really natural gift for that. Um, and I know that uh, things that. I got out of hearing you talk at that class really impacted me. Wow. And like uh, that was very early into me doing stand up. And uh, I like really held on to those things and I still go back to them. Hmm. Like it, I changed some of my programming. Wow. Thank you. You're welcome. That's a really nice compliment. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So yeah. I'm going to hold on to that for the rest of the day. Yeah, good. Mm -hmm. Good. Add it to the gratitude list. Tonight. Yeah. Got a good, got a great thank you today. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you so much. Yeah. This has been a lot of fun. I had fun too. Yeah. All right, listeners, go be nice to yourself and remember that love is everywhere. 